Well, this week's episode is pretty, pretty interesting. You've, you've seen us watch things before, but this time we went way back into a land called the 1990s and watched a show called Cop Rock. That's Hell right. Yeah. It's a police procedural show with musical numbers. But not that many musical numbers, funny enough. <laughs> well, Especially yeah. at the beginning. Dude, yeah. All right. Let's just jump in. This well, thing, well, okay. How I first heard about this. That's what is, I want to know is how you, how you found, I never heard of this show before. So how yeah, you found out about it. There was I can't a, believe I've never heard of it before. Cause it's one of the most absurd things I've ever seen. Like, I don't know how it's not more in the zeitgeist. It is. I know it is. Well, I think it will be now because uh, John Oliver did an episode about like police and all this stuff. And then they were using like this hilarious clip from the show about which is a song about a baby merchant. Heavy uh, topic, I guess, because it's a dude that like buys babies and sells them to couples who want to adopt. And, uh, Close your eyes and yes. say a man's coming to yeah. town or whatever. But no, but it wasn't that song in the first step. It's this later ep where he sells it to a nice young couple and he's like, I'm the baby merchant. And like, <laughs> it is so absurd. You are, just, I was just cracking up for like a while. And so, anyway, in the John Oliver episode recently, they played a piece of that and were saying that it comes from Cop Rock, this musical show. And naturally, I just I derailed everything. Said, "Boys, throw out whatever we were thinking. We've got to watch this. this we got to hold. Like, we got to hold it into." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess to say it was kind of hard to track down episodes of the show. Yeah, we had yeah. A, I, at least I watched the link you sent, which was a pretty jinky like <laughs> youtube video where it's pretty hard to see stuff well, what yeah. was it it was it was, it was a pirated uh like filmed version of from a show called flops or where they, flubs or something yeah where they like uh, air all the like flops that have aired on tv Shitty that's TV their programming shows. is just showing all the crappy yeah. God, wait is that, is, is, that a, is that a is a youtube channel i didn't even notice that it's a youtube no, no. channel that just or is it I a think, real channel? I think the YouTube channel lifted it from a real channel on TV, like oh, a, a, a actually, deep cable channel. It. And then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a brilliant idea. I actually got to find this channel. What a, what a bummer to get like I residuals know. from, they're like, oh, we're playing it on the, the flop, uh, <laughs> your shit sucks network. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I did look I up don't though, think you can they're buy too the sad. DVDs now. The, they started, they released the DVDs in 2016 for Cop Rock for the season. Okay. So I was, but uh, were they sold out on Amazon? Because when I looked on Amazon, it was sold out. And I was like, I guess everyone, and like, and so that's actually part of what I want to talk about too, is like the Amazon reviews, like a lot of people were saying actually really ahead of its time. This was a really good show. I I loved this. Like, I'm so glad they finally released it and all this stuff. Like, what the heck is going on? I mean, not to blow my review. I won't say it's good necessarily, but I would say it is must watch just for, as a piece of history. Like Asman exists creatively. It's one of it's, I mean, it's just insane because Dude, it's such a dark show. It's a gritty yeah. crime police procedural drama, right? It, it's just like, like you've Glee seen before. Mixed with the wire. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's a good announcement. That's a good analogy. <laughs> exactly. And so this. So it came out in 1990. So it, it predates like Glee and some of these other like musical ones we've had now, or even like. 
that's part of what I was thinking about too, is that, uh, cause I'm like, this is so nuts. Like, but then I'm like, okay, well I guess we've had Hamilton be humongous where like tons of people are like down to watch, you know, a musical about a historical thing. And then I was like, no, no, wait a minute. That was a musical in like live theater and also complete musical. It wasn't mixed with an insanely dark crime drama with violence and just like all the like worst crimes there can be and stuff. It's just like, oh my. Just the look of this show, it's so moody that it like, that's part of it. It's, It's like so gritty, so moody. You feel you're watching a legitimate like, police procedural that could be it's really cinematic like i was really actually blown away by the technique of the show aside from like how they did the musical numbers like the actual like core kind of the show is like pretty well done like when we see that first like so the it opens with the police like charging into this house and like yeah. getting these drug dealers or or this drug den and kind of taking it down but how they shoot it's like this one continuous like long take as the police are like busting down doors it's like really like high quality, like great filmmaking. Yeah. And then it's quickly shifts into a sudden rap, but <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. I rem- fifth, but also that, so there's that rap when they're uh, bringing people in. And then I, I don't know how long till the next one, but 15 minutes in, we did not hear another song. Oh, and I, it's I calculated just it. A brutal, it's or just what this, is it? <laughs> this highly dramatic that, yeah, how long till the second song came in? 17 minutes. Okay. Of a 48 minute well, of a 48 minute show. But does that include the theme song, which the theme oh, yeah, song well, the theme in song, itself? No, wait, it wait, was that the, the Toy song. Story dude? Yes, it's Randy yeah. Newman. Oh my god. So okay, so we should say that Randy Newman Did all does the theme song for this show they got him and, to write all the songs for the first episode so the pilot oh, really? only and then he didn't do any after the pilot but yeah and then he does the theme song for the show and the and like how they've set up the theme song is randy newman banging away on a piano with some band members around him also playing their instruments and all the central characters from the show just smiling the corrupt and mayor the yeah the dirty cop the this the that everybody's around like as though they've like come upon this lounge after work and like just grooving to randy newman being like <laughs> like they're just like oh, hell no, yeah <laughs> it's just so funny so do you guys want to go through in yeah. like a timeline yeah, of i think we should our go experience no i think yeah we have to go through a little bit of like the ex- of the timeline, show because that's how because that describes like how, how in, we, insane it is, like from a plot perspective and just like a story perspective. Yeah. And then the just the chaos of these of these songs suddenly <laughs> appearing out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I'll say one thing that an immediately caught me off guard that first scene when they're busting into the house, usually on or at least in like older cop shows, I feel like they were more they were more like on the cop side of like showing like these cops being like they're really good guys with a tough job or whatever but I, the fir- in the first scene they bust in they grab the crackhead with the baby and they throw her against the wall and she's like my baby and the guy goes he screams in her face you're under arrest bitch dude <laughs> yeah. i'm like whoa <laughs> dude you're an asshole like i'm like i'm already not on your side <laughs> which i was like I'm impressed. Good for you guys. Yeah, because she's being super sensible and like only being like, okay, please just at least take care of my kid. Like, here's the thing. Like, here, she takes this formula, please. And they're just like, shut up. Like, we get out of here. And she's like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And they're just going crazy on her. Yeah, there's a good a good chunk of these cops are not 
good cops i would yeah. say oh yeah yeah, yeah. i think <laughs> or they're or it's just it's a very it's it's uh, not more so not than much usual changed. cops, though. Yeah, yeah. I would say and it's, it's probably a it's, very real, it's probably a very realistic portrayal of police officers. Well, that, not only today, but also especially in the 1990s, Los Angeles, and just the like, yeah. degree of like racism that existed. And we say 90s, but it's like it came out in 9D. So really, it's the 80s. Like they're coming off of the 80s and you know making things on it. They haven't even experienced the 90s yet. So it's to, all that. <laughs> To continue on, and and I, I think there was it was there was some really good story developments, but to continue on the like realistic side of things, where they they're not just like sugarcoating things, they also do that in a way that like makes it more boring because it's more realistic. Like they get to the the court, and the judge is just like, "I'm not gonna, I'm not like." I'm not going to arrest all these guys they, for no way am I going to do that. And the person, the prosecutor's like, throw the book at him judge. And he's like, no, it's not that big a deal. Let him go. And they're yeah. like, I just thought it was like, it was kind of a boring court situation okay. and nothing went crazy. Yeah. But that becomes a central dude. That one will, crack. Oh, that, I, I agree. I, it cracks me up later their solution for it. But basically one of the like central conflicts is that he's like, nah, the jails are too full. So, you know, just let them out. Like, that's all good. Like, we'll like, if they don't come back for court, we'll figure it out later, you know? And then, uh, man, when we'll talk about that later, but that is a central plot point that you need to remember <laughs> oh yeah yeah well yeah, so I, and, it, and it lets us remember that you should never ever you should anybody who ever does anything wrong you have to lock them up yeah because, lock them up they're a yeah. flight risk no matter what Just no remember. not even that no so you can get to that no that's fine but that's not even what i'm talking about oh okay so well one of those guys that they let go the main uh, yeah kills kills a kills a cop in a scene later and that becomes like the big big story that's sort of the next scene is yeah so they get the they get some people they go to court they let them go and then uh and then yeah in the next one they're chasing down somebody this crazy dude is like Oh, like it's two cops in a car and one guy's like, boy, this reminds me of hunting with my dad. And then turns out those are going to be his last and final words because they pull up to the scene. A guy jumps out of a van, blasts him with an Uzi. And Which is <laughs> so brutal. Like I couldn't like network television. Like. <laughs> this, was on, this was on ABC, Disney's company. Like, like the House of Mouse was blood, like, we're like, good. Out his chest and, stuff. <laughs> and then his partner's just <laughs> screaming, holding his dead body. Out. Which I think will become a plot point later in the season like so i think we should say like as we're getting into this yeah. so who this is created by because i think that explains like this a gritty lot. style because like yeah. so steven boschko who would dud who did who dud <laughs> he done <laughs> who did dud. like famous shows like nypd blue and Hill Street and blues it's a dud <laughs> yeah <laughs> he created this show and like i guess hill street blues was like really famous for being like one of those first like gritty cop shows. Like they kind of showed the authenticity of being a police officer, the darker side of it. They won like tons of Emmys. Yeah. It was like a ton of Emmys and stuff like that. It was a really well-respected show. And so I feel he must've had like carte blanche to like make whatever he wanted. Yeah. So like he had hit. This is what he chose. Well, okay. Yeah. He had like hit after hit after hit, tons of Emmys. And back then uh, Bob Iger was the like, head of programming or something for Disney. He wasn't like the top dog yet, but he was pretty dang high up there. And he, uh, and he like, he t- said in an interview with like an LA times, like, yeah, at one point, uh, 
he had told me he wanted to do a cop musical and I tried to not show him that I was like raising my eyebrows, but I'm like, I'm sure I'm going to have to deal with that someday. And then, yeah, seven, eight years later, after he's had all these hit shows and also right before the cop rock, he did a uh, Doogie Hauser. Oh, which yeah, was a yeah, humongous yeah. show again. Had like some a, comedy elements, which yeah, I guess <laughs> all this stuff. Yeah, but but he's just done tons of hits for ABC, and they gave yeah. him like a ten show deal. So he's like, and he put some of his own money into making this because he was like, well, I'd be crazy not to try something because I got a ten show deal. Like I could do whatever I want, basically. Mm, and definitely, so the, definitely so, feels definitely a lot of cocaine in the eighties went into the creating of the show. Seriously, dude, dude, that was my consistent thought when it came back was just. What were they thinking? Because these are just like such contrasting ideas of like well, this he, wild, gritty thing. And then like these borderline parody. It's like Weird Al Yankovic style <laughs> songs of just like, what the? Like, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, what? Go, go. Right, okay. So <laughs> continuing on, there's there's so there's there's a re, re, reoccurring event where there's like a, a, there's a character that's that more is more resembling like a TV character in a TV show, and they'll have some sort of like issue that they'll bring up and they'll bring it up and then the person will respond in the most like realistic way like in right after they get back to the uh department after the initial bust one guy goes hey if he's if this other guy's got a problem with me you tell him to come to me not to you and he goes no i'm your guys like commanding officer that he's supposed to come to me and the guy's just like oh okay and it's just like <laughs> okay that's settled uh, i thought they that. were gonna maybe push that <laughs> Plot point a bit further, but then later, there's a woman, uh, two partners, a woman and a guy in a car, oh and he my. drops her off home, and she, and he's like, he tries to hit on her, and she like shuts no, it down immediately. Wait, 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 wait! How he tries to hit on her? He's insane. So they've all just like been like reeling over the loss of this officer who got gunned down in the field. They're all pissed. They're all sad, understandably. So also that, guy- that 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 like um uh. Or the que- that questioning scene that's like pretty crazy too. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like before yeah. you get to the scene between the the couple, oh. the uh, the partners, it's like you that questioning, which is like like tor- they're torturing this guy. Like, yeah. they're like waterboarding literally, him with coffee. Literally but, waterboarding him with hot coffee. They're just, the they're thing suspects. that the real pressure point it seemed was that he had to pee. <laughs> like, they're like beating the shit out of him, and he's like, like I gotta begging so them, like I gotta go pee, and they're like, "You want to go pee, do you? You'll tell us what it, what the who that guy was then." And they keep beating him. The guy never, never complains about that. Never. He's like he's in a mess, but he just keeps going. I gotta pee, dude. It is rough though. Like yeah, it's like it's so that, brutal. This is after we've seen already some crazy like stuff, but also like heard a song and also heard Randy Newman go nuts on the piano for the theme. <laughs> So then all of a sudden we get these guys in the interrogation room, like waterboarding this dude. Of course, they're in like they're like uh, T-shirts. They're not even in like cop stuff ever in this show. The two like main well, detective they're, they're detectives. So yeah. They're loose. One guy wears cut off what? sleeves, dude. He has no sleeves. <laughs> and I'm the like, other dude is... wears a shirt that looks like an old time striped prison yes, outfit. And I does. kept thinking he was. <laughs> I thought that was just part of the also, show. Yeah. And he's like a scumbag later in court, I realized, because he like. Like fakes an arm injury in 
and stuff. Like he's the bad. He's definitely like an anti. You can't even call him a hero. He's just a bad, horrible cop detective. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they waterboard this dude to get some information, and then like yeah, we see these other two partners, the the like young hot partners, and also after this, they keep saying how like when you're a partners in the field, you're married, and they're like, oh, are we gonna get divorced? Like all this stuff, right? About just any pair of partners. These guys, she's the only nice. I feel like she's the only like nice police yeah. officer you really see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because she, has, shows, like, a heart. she tries to show compassion to like the lady with her baby and stuff and like fights for her to get her baby back. Oh, that's stuff. that lady. I that's think the same so. lady. I think so. Well, yeah, someone yeah, in yeah. the station. They does, had her but... hair down in the police car when uh. she was when they were having that flirtation. <laughs> yeah. But like, but like, the, but it's the same police officer. She has her hair like usually at the when she's at the station, has her hair like really tight. I'm you gotta, sure. oh, I see, you I gotta see. give us everybody out there. You gotta give us a break. We're watching this in like 360p. It's like uh, it's very the dark. fuzziest <laughs> film we could possibly get. So these so these two young hot cops like pull up to their house. Like apparently he's gonna drop her off at home, and he says, and he's like basically like, yeah, but like our buddy cop just died. Like that sucks. And then he goes, kind of makes you think about your feelings, huh? Turns to her and she's just like, what? No. Like at first, and like, and so first you're thinking like, holy smokes, like this guy is the biggest scumbag ever. Like, well, he is. But also like, how could you turn like our buddy's death kind of makes you think maybe we should do it, kinda right? Kind of makes you horny, like, doesn't it? And it's like, <laughs> what is he doing? And then she like. And they're parked right outside of her house. <laughs> but we don't know anything yet. All we know is that she pushes his hand away for some reason and. Well, you know, you know she's married because she does Wait, say that earlier. Oh, we did know earlier. Oh, yeah, we knew that she was married. Oh, oh, like when I they're driving, oh. when they're driving initially, when they're chasing okay, okay. that original car before the cop gets gunned down. Okay, yeah. They like yeah. they say mention something like, um, she like kind of forced her a little husband. bit in the car, and then she's like, "Well, my husband like wouldn't like that." Essentially, uh, so it, oh, sets yeah, up, yeah. it does set up the husband a little okay. bit. Yeah, and then like she's like, no, like I can. And then she's like, she turns and's like, I have feelings for you too. And then goes inside, and then like, they don't do anything, right? And then, but there's a lot. Wait. There's a lot of sexual tension, though. Oh it's yeah, definitely, she's definitely setting it up. Oh, absolutely. The, there's like the hand touch, the no, we mustn't, and then her being like, but I do have feelings anyway. Yeah. Okay, let's go. And he's like, I do too. Bye. So then my, she goes the next scene her, is my absolute dude, favorite. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> then she goes into her house. <laughs> And I, I don't. I, I didn't know she had a husband at this point. So I was like, "Is this guy like her dad? Who is it, this?" I mean, guy? he is an older gentleman. I mean, and he then, he looks yeah. in his. She looks like she's in her twenties, like yeah. mid twenties. He looks like he's in his. 50s and out of the darkness turns this man and she's like all right hun like well i'm going to bed like you gonna be up soon yeah sure and she like leaves up to bed and then you tell liam what happens okay. you freaking- and then the best best thing that's ever happened in television happens next so yeah so she comes in after this guy hits on her she shuts him down but she's kind of in uh, she comes in she sees her you know, less attractive husband. He's a bit older. He's 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 studying papers. Bit of a nerd. Not a not a greaseball dickhead douchebag like the guy in the car. And uh, he says, "I'm gonna stay up uh, working a little longer." She kisses him, goes up, and he just stares longingly at the stairwell for a bit, and he. Breaks into song, the Dude. second song in this whole thing, and it's all about. He's like, he says stuff like, "I'm not the most handsome. I'm he not does. the best look." 
speaking, but she chose me. <laughs> and it's just kind of like a sad, like it's like a self-deprecating, but also like an uplifting song. And it's like, well, I was all I was just loving First it. of all, he does it seated the entire time. He doesn't have any choreography. He's yeah. sitting in his office chair the entire time. And then I'm thinking, like, they do it like it's like the Phantom of the Opera story where, you know, he's like, oh, like, no one could ever love such a hideous monster like me and whatnot. And then literally he's looking at camera. Half of his face is in shadow. I'm like, it's to me, it was like almost exactly like Phantom of the Opera where he's just like, but it's just so funny because it's just this dude being like, it's 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 crazy with these first because the first two songs are feel like they're kind of half hearted in a way, like how they're set up. So it kind of is a weird introduction to the whole like construction of the show. Cause the first, the first song you hear is like that kind of like acapella rap between the guys when they're getting arrested, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like not really that like focused on. It's kind of just like yeah, casually like happening, kind of happening as they're getting put into the cop cars. And then this one too, it's like kind of comes out of nowhere. There's not like a shift in lighting or like some sort of like indication that yeah. we're about to enter song. He just looks and then starts kind of, softly singing i guess like mournfully singing so it's not really fun at all either like it's just how they do the song is such a weird maybe they're trying to like lull us into the language of the show but i thought it was just so strange how they decided to like articulate how they were building this whole thing i mean they get more broad later on and like bigger obviously but the first two is just like what and because it takes so long to get to the second song too as you mentioned my theory is that they didn't have the second song planned and they're like okay we need to put another song in here before the third song because the third song comes like 30 minutes in or something and so where can we fucking put in a song that's not going to cost us a bunch of money we're not going to need to choreograph a bunch of dance moves oh uh let's get the like uh piece of shit guy to just (laughs) sing about how lucky he is for even (laughs) existing and living with his girlfriend and the guy's just like Okay, I guess. Is that me you cast? Or? Yeah, I, yeah, you, you piece guess. of shit. <laughs> yeah, you're the one. You get it. Just sit there and like sing about it. And dude, oh man, that was so funny. Okay. But <laughs> I, I actually uh, take that back. It was not my favorite scene. Uh, I think the, oh, next, the next one, dude. Yeah. So then we get up to the chief's office. Where the guy the best somebody meets the chief. It doesn't matter who meets the chief. The chief is the important part because he woke him up when he was sleeping in his office, which is apparently the biggest mistake you could ever do. Because he goes, "Hey, chief," and the chief jumps up, puts a gun in his face, huge revolver, a huge pearl. It's like a friggin' fifty cal Desert Eagle, and he goes and he like holds it on him for a minute, and then he goes, "Oh." You woke me as if like, it's like, that was on you, buddy, that I pointed a gun in your face in my first in the middle of the police office. office. And he just puts the gun back under the pillow and he gets up. <laughs> oh man. And then, and then beyond that, dude, why we keep talking about this dickhead police officer, but it's like, why do you think he got that way? It's because this guy's his chief who freaks out with his gun, waving it around. And then he shows the, uh, the dude who woke him up to, revolvers that he likes and he goes and he's got that this apparently belonged, corral. that apparently belonged to wild bill hickok and so he's like <laughs> he's so proud of that he like you know obviously like wants to be a western sheriff so bad but he's in the middle <laughs> of modern los angeles 
So he pushes a button on his desk. Oh, a door opens and reveals an animatronic Western guy. And you're like, no, no, it's not going to be what they're what they're saying it's going to be. And then he, yeah, he, he's like, draw, partner, or whatever. And then he, and he draws on him, shoots the animatronic thing, and that's apparently his thing. He just does that in the middle of his office in downtown. I mean, he probably spent like 10 grand getting this animatronic, at least. Like Can you 15, imagine? Like installing this animatronic thing. Yeah. And he has like five catchphrases when he gets shot that like draws guns. <laughs> This is insanity. Not to mention a closet where he shoots this thing. Yeah, so he's firing off rounds in his office on a daily (laughs) basis. You think there's like a a secretary on the other side just like ducking as bullets fly through the walls? It's just crazy. It's something that you would imagine happening maybe in like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, like a a straight up comedy. Yeah, like the other guys. Or the other guys. Where they do a desk pop. (laughs) Yeah. Anything. Yeah. It's so, so silly. But it's, um, yeah, it's the crazy part is that it's amid such like (laughs) drama and like horrible things happening. It's so weird. Imagine the darkest cop show you could imagine. Like that's what's happening on this like mainstream cable or I guess, is it called cable? No, it's network. Network network television. So it's just like, it's pretty amazing. It's it like couldn't figure out what it was. Yeah. It wanted to be everything, I think. Yeah. It's like the subtitle of the show should have just been like cop rock juxtaposition. Like it's that's what it is. What's well, funny is like in in filmmaking, they're always telling you like you should kind of strive for like this thing called dissonance, which is like having two des- disparate elements, like combining them to create something like more interest- interesting. Like the whole like you know, like it's more interesting to have, let's say you're staging a, par- a birthday party or whatever. Like instead of it having be like a bright, sunny day, it's like much more interesting if it's like raining outside and there's like someone crying in the corner. Like there's more complexity there. Yeah. So it's funny because they like, you take that idea to like the max and it's like the <laughs> complete opposite things that have nothing in common. It's, it's like maybe this thing could work where you have these very opposing kind of like genres existing, but because there's no connective threads between those two, it just feels like you're watching two different shows that are like randomly edited together. Yeah. Pic- or in picture show. in picture, just yeah. <laughs> one of them slapped on top of the other. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially in the next scene. So it's like, so then we have, so we have the sheriff or we have the captain or whatever, or the commanding officer. He then goes to a, like the a funeral or a like basically a police conference essentially where he talks about this this officer who died and then there's a mayor there and he wants the mayor to like fund a new prison for the city because it goes back to the point where you're saying like at the beginning where they yeah. okay go ahead Sam yes, you want to talk I'm just like well, I'm sorry I was, it's just like I'm like that was their solution and that's like the big solution to it like. Because they're like, well, you remember, you guys got to remember that the cris- the prison was overcrowded. So uh, that's the reason, like, of course, the cops are pissed. They're like, that's the reason he got out and he, that he did this thing and killed our buddy or whatever. And I'm like, so then the mayor's solution is like, and we're going to build a jail so fast. Like, and, like, and anyone who gets <laughs> in my way, I'll crush them like a bug. And it's just like, what? Like you, I mean, the fastest you could possibly do it, they don't just magically appear. It's not like, like I don't know how they like set it up and phrased it. I was just thinking like, this is like a long term solution, like the building of the prison. Like, what is? I you don't have know. To raise money. I mean, your elected official is trying to raise money for the from you know whatever 
county coffers or something. Yeah. And they're uh, on like a plot of like dirt, yeah, by the way. Yeah. So it's not like there's like it's a structure. Like we're about exists. to open. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, you're, you're doing it from the ground up. I don't know. They, they made it seem like, and so that way by tomorrow, like I will have won. And it's just like, no, it's going to take so long. But you are like know. kind of like, you're kind of, at first when she talks about this, you are, you are kind of like, oh, it's kind of cool. Like here's this like strong, powerful, like mayor who's going to like stand up. <laughs> But then they very quickly, the next scene is like her. So she's there and she meets some land developer or some like contractor who then is bribing her and (laughs) to like get the contract to build a prison. Something for everyone in the briefcase that he's bribing her with. So then this, this descends into like, or it like devolves into a musical as a musical number yeah. again where it's it's the this is the biggest one that we've seen so far where there's actually like choreography and like movement around the set and like kind of um like fantastical lighting from when the so he opens up the briefcase towards her and there's this glow of green light like this emerald green light like you think the gold gemstones yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah you think the gold from pulp fiction was like a a bright effect this is 10 times that and it's green (laughs) they bring out more props including uh a picture of her as a child uh, to, right when they also when she's talking about her history to where how she got to where she was and one guy goes such uh, she goes like when i was a girl and he goes such a pretty little girl and holds up a picture of her as a little kid and i'm like and it's just, what is going on in this freaking show it's just this ridiculous like use of like exposition where she's just like i was like i grew up in delaware but i quickly moved over here and, like, and, like became like uh, it's, it's a little hard to track honestly like what yeah, she's talking about like, so like it's, <laughs> dude that was a big part of my experience watching the show was what is going on like when when the guy showed up to court with the with his arm in a sling i did not oh, yeah. realize well, so that that's, he was... that's the next scene i guess right yeah oh was it yeah, so they have this big number with the guy bribing the mayor. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. and it works. It works. She takes it. <laughs> and then your scene that you're talking about Liam happens where they're at the court and then he fakes an injury, right? That's what you're gonna say. Well, that and but even even like the the shooting of the van, the SUV at the B uh the like earlier when the guy dies, I was just like, whoa, what the where did this come from? That's just it's just like popped off out of nowhere and i was like did i miss i had to rewind yeah i rewound to see i was like wait i had the same experience yeah did i miss something or does it just pop off no wait what his uh cast or the no no the shooting in the the shooting yeah yeah they just pull up and he immediately busts like jumps out the van shoots it with the uzi and keeps running and then it's like and we go to the chase then and then we come back to oh gosh this guy's dead you know okay okay so there's multiple times where i had that idea in my head of like wait what the how did we get here why is this a (laughs) thing Did, did i miss something and then the next scene was also the guy the looked like a prisoner in, a, in yeah, his, his old timey striped shirt yeah. with a sling on, and I was like, "What is he working on a chain gang? Yeah, what yeah. is this? Like, when did he get injured? When did he be get? When did he become in prison? And also that guy. And then and so then they they put him on the stand, you know, officer. Like, what happened here? What's going on? This is for a completely different case, by yes, the way. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's not, not not something we've yeah. seen yet. We don't it's know just some about random it. case. Some other scumbag guy. It, who's yeah, like, that was confusing. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah. And then, yeah, they get him up there on the stand. He's like, and then he starts going off and being like, you don't understand the things I've seen and how crazy everyone is like, you need to stop, stop talking. Even the judge is like, are you done yet? And then he keeps going for like another minute and a half. And then he's like, and now I'm done. I'm like, wow. <laughs> this guy just like. Well, the other thing too is like, you're not sure. So he talks about like this, the horrors he's faced, but the yeah. problem is right before he starts talking about like getting shot by snipers in the streets, he like puts a fake sling on to go on the stand and look injured as if he was hurt in the raid or like, or that he's like facing all this trauma. So you're not sure if he's lying about all these things that might've happened to him. Yeah. Like he's already like a, a, not a reliable narrator onto like the horrors of the Los Angeles police officer. He just feels like he's really sleazy cop. who will do do whatever it takes to like, get the bad guy, you know, the bad guy here. Yeah. And they, I feel like, cause yeah. And a lot of like the courtroom scenes and stuff, like they do kind of paint the defense attorney, like as like pretty, like, He's the only sensible human being in the, in the room. Yeah, maybe the judge. Well, actually, that. not the judge because of the song later. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the yeah. I was like, okay, like, well, if any reasonable person, I feel like, would be on this guy's side because he's just like, like in the earlier one, he's like, no, you can't. Like, if you put their bond so high, that is like saying they're not getting out, you know. And like, he just always has like kind of the sensible take. I feel like. So, and then what happens next? So then he. Well, they bust into song at court to tell the verdict and they tell the guy that he's going he's away guilty, for a judge. long time. Yeah. yeah. So the judge goes, he, they so say, the we're jury, ready to tell you. And he goes, the judge goes, hit it. Or says yeah, something and, funny. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And the jury is like a church choir. They get actual like church choir robes on at one point and they're like, he's guilty, judge. And then like the judge goes... <laughs> So this feels like a real like hairspray number kind yes, of thing. By yes, the way, this like, is like a full on like musical. Like they actually have like a piano appear, like a or an accord. Uh, uh, what are they uh, called? Organ. An organ appears. Yeah. So it's jamming on that. You have these these uh, choir singers all in their four in their full like garb, like bouncing back and forth. You have the the audience members who are just like watching the court case, like all standing up and being background vocalists. And even, that, <laughs> even with all that, it's like, for me, they're, they're going through and he's like, yeah, like, uh, because of this, this, like the guy's guilty, you know, he's going away. And then the judge is like, I'd like to thank the jury. I'd like to thank my wife. And, like, <laughs> and then she stands up. She He's in the court too. What does she just show up at his job? She's like, supportive, man. She's a supportive wife. That's why he's thanking her because she shows up to every single every court case. case. He's got. I'm just yeah. like, what? Like, because even that, I'm like, like for other things in the show, you know, and usually when they bust into song, maybe it's what they're going through in their head, or maybe it's like emotion that you can't describe, so you have to use song. But it's just like. Why? I felt Why emotions I couldn't describe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was just, it's so funny. Yeah, so that, that basically ends that scene, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gets convicted. It's a case that we have not seen anything yeah. about <laughs> up to this shot. point. So it really means nothing to us. Yeah. Uh, um, and then there, there are just so many characters and like so many setups of characters too. They don't, they don't yeah. like ease you into who you're, who you're supposed to track in the show. It's like over the course of the first like 30 minutes that we described, there's like 10 different main characters potentially of this show. Well, yeah. That, like you're trying to track and like full on like arcs that they've already like kind of set up. It's like pretty wild. Yeah. Was the drug girl, the drug addict girl, was that Sarah Jessica Parker? 
No, uh, I don't think so. I could oh. look it up, but I don't think so. Nah, you don't. Have to. <laughs> I think that would be more of it. I think I think that'd be your, like top line Wikipedia if that was the yeah, case. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sarah Jessica I mean, Parker. The thing is, the actors are actually all really good too. Yeah, like, and the performances they, are actually all really strong. It's not like everyone's like phoning it in, or it's like I think everyone's authentically like giving legitimate performances. Yeah, like everything is played. I mean, aside from the musical numbers, everything's played like very straight, like very seriously, like authentically. And they were, yeah, everyone bought into this whole thing. You know, you don't don't get the sense that like people are saying it's a joke in in, in, in one way or the other. Yeah. And they, and apparently they all sing their own songs and stuff too. Like, it like, sounds like the lay mid, like yeah, the more recent exactly. like lay mid that with like yeah. Tom Hooper did where everything was sung like on location, like for real. Cause so, it's not really, sometimes it seems a little out of tune even, or it's not like, yeah, it's big, not like, like per, yeah, it's not like, oh, that's the most perfect, you know operatic voices or something you know that's got to be the greatest review this cop rock has ever gotten <laughs> it's a lot like Les Mis the new- <laughs> <laughs> oh. all right but we got to jump into now the next yeah, like yeah, big, the big this. scene that's just like whoa <laughs> which is oh, i think it's the cops finally like they track down the cop killer right that's the next big scene essentially. Oh, yeah. yeah 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 so they track down this cop killer go to his house they Oh, so our like kind of crooked cop guy who's who we followed from the courthouse essentially. He's I think he's kind of in charge, but he shows up. He has a warrant actually, but these two cops ahead of him went in without the warrant and they like took the guy down and are holding him in the kitchen of this house, right? Mm-hmm. So he walks in, and he first chastises those two cops for like the they rookie blew cops. The case. Yeah. Right. Because they they come out what they show that they they go and we also found the machine gun in the bathroom <laughs> and the guy's just like oh, give me that my God <laughs> what <laughs> what else you guys yeah. fuck up because <laughs> they put their prints all over the gun now without like without yeah. any sort of like evidence <laughs> doing anything right what, what was that and also dr- they were like he's like the criminal knows way more about the law than you idiots because because the, the, when we come upon them the criminal guys like. You guys didn't have a warrant or do any of this right, so I'm gonna walk free. Like I'd love to see this go to trial, basically. <laughs> and then like, and he's like, "Okay, you idiots." He takes him outside, chastises him. Well, what was their explanation again when they got there? I don't think they even really gave. They kind of said, like, "Oh, he was oh. gonna run out the like we were watching him from like they were they yeah. were watching the house, and so they saw him maybe trying to leave. So then they decided to." quickly bust into his house without a warrant or without reading him his rights at all, and then hold him in his in the kitchen until these other police officers showed up, which involves like kind of this crooked cop guy. And then it was just like, it was just like, we, Hey, because they get there and they're super stoked to tell him. And they're like, we got him. We got him, dude. It's done. And he's like, what the heck happened? He's they're like, he showed up and like, we just did whatever. So like, we got him. And, and he's like, what <laughs> and, they, and then he has to go b- break down like and i think this is another scene where it's like that is eerily and sadly probably very realistic not probably um, <laughs> very realistic yeah like, it's it's crazy how much of it don't know anything about the law yet they're in these positions and they go we did that good right and probably higher hopefully at least higher ups go dear god why don't you know anything about this stuff? But in order to cover this mess up, up <laughs> our crooked cop friend decides to walk into the kitchen, ask the this 
this criminal guy to like stand up. No, he makes his detective partner put, put him up on his feet. He says, oh, yeah, yeah, stand okay. him up on his feet. And then this he just he, whips around his with his gun and shoots him like just, a few times in the chest. Yeah, just kills and then grabs him in the blood. Uzi, like wipes off the other police officer's prints and lays it down next to the guy essentially to like stage that when they walked in, this guy opened fire and they had to shoot him. Probably covered so, his cop buddy in blood. It was know. yeah. And then and then there's the weird thing with the then he and then the cop I couldn't tell the cop who like stands the guy up and he says he says you weren't here and he's like I was I don't know if that's setting up like that he's okay with what happened or that he there's gonna be some conflict later on no I think it's way more the to me I got like the doubt you know where he's like no I was like I'm gonna do the right thing and say that you just shot this guy out of nowhere <laughs> like a psychopath well you'd hope so but then the scene after that is like but, all the cops like agreeing to like this lie yeah. even the guy who who is I mean it's is, very prescient that's what I'll say like it's very prescient to like news stories currently and yeah that have happened in the past of like police officers yeah. covering up it's you so know. nuts how like a lot of it, yeah, you could just pluck right out of 1990 and drop into 2021 or it's the crazy. ugly piece of shit husband crime scene investigator was even <laughs> oh, yeah, there poor, pitiful and he, and he, phantom he of the backs opera. up the guy who's trying to bang his wife. Oh, wait. Oh, that no, was not the, him. That was the same guy. I didn't remember. Yeah, so like the he's criminal. the CSI guy. Oh, the CSI guy was the husband of the of the yeah. one woman. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, oh yeah, that's that. oh yeah, because okay. I watched episode two as well, and so they go into it even more. You're like a brave that's man, that, dude. I know that's like the main. Uh, one so basically, of the everyone's conflicts. complicent. Everyone yeah, is all the cops are on board. Get to everyone's like complicit with this lie because the CSI guy was like, looks uh, like their yeah, story all, lines all, up or whatever. Yeah, all agree to this whole story essentially because. The captain who we see earlier comes in and says, Oh, I see like handcuff marks on his hands. And then the yeah. CSI guy's like, Nah, well, those are three days old. It's fine. I, yeah, yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah. He's like, No, they're good. No, they look really new. And he goes, No, they actually don't. Yeah. So no, what are you going to do about it, bitch? That's going in the report. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Man, he really stands up for that guy, for the yeah. guy who is a complete all-around <laughs> asshole, corrupt cop. <laughs> nah, yeah. Maybe and he doesn't know he's banging his wife, but uh, no, you know. he's not. That's no, I not know, him. I know, I know. Uh, yeah, I was wait, like, wait, that is the guy that no, hit on his wife. No, it's not. No. The, his, there's a young cop because the two detectives are partners. They wear regular shirts. Then there's the young cop and his wife, a cop who are. They're the ones who are together. Oh, now. I thought the guy who hit on his wife was also wearing that old timey striped <laughs> no, prison no, uniform. No, Again, he guys, always, it was very it, dark watching the show. We it was can't dark. See the characters it's also are. so hard to yeah follow because of how they're like yeah introducing new characters each scene, and they're like, so this is important anyway. We'll never get back to it till later. And you're just like, wait, who? What? Yeah. New characters, new new cases that they, that have nothing to do with any of the current cases. And, and then, I would I wouldn't call this a procedural because. It's <laughs> It's just random shit it's is happening. There's, it's certainly, yeah. I definitely stuff. don't think that there's a structure to any of this. <laughs> okay, so then to wrap it up, though, what's uh... so the woman who, with the baby earlier? There's a couple scenes of her at the police station, essentially trying to like she she comes, she shows up, and she says, "I'll give you the whereabouts of this cop killer guy if you give me some money." So they give her some money. <laughs> <laughs> and 
it turns out what she <laughs> so says. Like, yeah, we're on board with that. That's yeah. standard. Here you <laughs> <Yeah>. go. <laughs> and they're like, wait, wait. They also say he, he like he killed this guy. And she's like, yeah, he'd kill me if he knew I was here. But it's like, you do not seem worried at all. But OK. <laughs> but then it turns out like whatever's the whereabouts that he gave weren't correct so then she comes back again looking for more money they're like no we can't help you we can put you in like rehab if because basically the nice the nice cop the nice woman cop who we've followed in various tangents of the story is like trying to reach out to her be like i can get you help like i want to like see you off the streets or whatever but someone just really does not want to get go to rehab she's like i can't leave my baby i can't go to rehab which is very interesting for later on because we get to this final scene and (laughs) she's she's sitting in the middle of like a park on like a bench in the middle of some LA street. Kind of like by the train tracks or something. It's graffitied out to the max. And this is our final musical number, which I want one of you guys to describe to me. (laughs) Have you guys ever, you guys uh, seen, uh, it's bringing us back to Willy Wonka and the cho- no Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, <laughs> what? and there's a bunch of songs in the like in the in the Chocolate Factory sang by like Oompa Loompas and whatnot. But there's one song sang before that by Charlie's mother, and she it she goes cheer up Charlie. And whenever uh, me and my brother used when to watch this kid. show, we would fast forward through that. <laughs> and to- it would take like five minutes to fast forward through that boring ass song because it was so boring. And I, I remember like it was it, I got that vibe from the guy sitting in his in his office after saying, I think. She's with me, so I'm actually <laughs> so worth good. something. And then I got that vibe when the woman uh, on the bit with her baby on the bus. She uh, keeps saying the bench. Sandman is coming, like the Sandman is coming, and like is just sad, loves her. You're little really not baby. sure what's gonna happen. You're like, yeah. is she just? Is she I just... thought she was gonna kill the baby. Well, yeah, I, yeah that kind of was... went through my head too. Or is she like? Is there? Is she gonna go to rehab? Like, is someone gonna come pick them up? Like, social service is gonna come take the baby. So she so she can go to rehab. But nah, that's not where it goes. Yeah, to. Then, then a car pulls up, and I'm like, oh, like she's probably gonna do a drug deal or something because she's just gotten like the fifty bucks from them, and like you know they're saying they keep saying you have an issue, you have a problem, like, you need help, you need help, like this sucks, and then uh, and so a car pulls up. All of a sudden, this guy gets out, and then he goes over to her, and and yep, he buys her baby from her for two hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, his exact words. He points at the baby. He goes, two hundred bucks, right?" <laughs> and then he just like he's like, "Yeah, no, it's gonna be fine." Like, yeah, they're they're going to a great couple. See, they even gave me a car seat. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, and the crazy thing is, like the whole the whole throughout the whole, every time you see this woman earlier on, she's like. I can't leave my baby. That's why I can't go to rehab. Like I can't let him go into, I can't let him or her go into the system. And then you have this scene like with, where she just gives him away for two or him or her away for $200 to this random guy. And like, and it's cra- I mean, we're cracking up about it. And like, that's like, we said, it's like the heaviest, craziest stuff that happens. But then like, yeah, it's not funny. Like songs, it's not presented as humorous. It but, just is humorous. Cause it's so absurd. And then like, then it gets to that song that they featured on John Oliver. Like it doesn't do that in this episode, but that guy is apparently the baby merchant. And he, this is what he does. This is how he makes his living. He has an entire three minute song about being the baby merchant. And it's just like, 
it, when you watch that song, you cannot help but crack up, even though, of course, it's about a very intense situation. That's uh, quite bizarre. But yeah, that's and, how the and then the credits roll. Up. <laughs> that's how they wrapped it up. Jeez, nice and tight. I wish I would. Did you? So in, in my in my viewing, I like I was curious if there was gonna be like some like goofy credits that played like Randy Newman was gonna come back on, <laughs> but it cuts to like because it's just a it's just like a recording of it off a TV back in like whenever like <laughs> like the two thousands at some point. It's like you hear this random news thing happening. Did you guys watch a different version at all where you could hear like if there were, were there any end credits like theme song to it? I don't know if you guys heard anything else otherwise um, like listening to it. I don't. I think I thought there was a like just the music. Like I, I thought it oh, was there's like I a slow. It. They're right. There's like a slow, like little like. Yeah, I, I think that's all I remember. Like I, that didn't really stick out to me. It, it actually started, is appropriate. That's why I'm. I guess it's, it's appropriate. It's not like too absurd. It was astoundingly appropriate. For well, this. it started slow, and I thought it. W- I, I for a second, I thought it was just going to be dead silent, and I was like. <laughs> Perfect way to wrap this up. The musical freaking cop drama, the credits roll, the perfect time for another song and just dead silent. They're just like, you've seen it. It's crazy, man. She sold her baby. And I was just like, dear God, please let there be a song. And then there was one. So that was nice. And that was the pilot episode of this 10 episode season. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Never went further than that. Shout out to cop rock. What a a joy to talk through guys. What a joy to talk through. Well, we're going to take a quick break real quick, and then we'll uh, we'll come back for our what's the friggin' deal. Uh, each of us have an extreme topic. I don't know if they're extreme, but they are different topics. <laughs> and then we'll give our final ratings on Cop Rock, the musical TV cop show. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Welcome back from the break. I hope you learned a lot. I hope you uh, spent all your money on things you didn't need. Uh, now escaped, (laughs) escaped, (laughs) use our promo code and get a lot of money off and make us a lot more money. Uh, all right. This next section is the, what's the friggin' deal? Potpourri section. Cause it could be just about anything. Each of us brings a topic and we ask, what's the friggin' deal? (laughs) Uh, What do you got? What do you got today? Okay. So. A lot of my time, free time uh, in quarantine has been spent uh, hanging out with my girlfriend. We watch TV and she's introduced me to a lot of shows, a lot of new shows. And a lot of them are reality TV shows. And uh, I get uh, I one of the reasons why I am very lucky uh, to have found uh, my girlfriend is because she is probably the only person who will put up with me continually pausing the TV show to rant and rave and go on long ass tangents about what is going on in this show, especially with reality shows. And my, my, my topic today is what is the freaking deal with a lot of these reality shows, especially like uh 90 day fiance. And it's like, <laughs> Like, what? give us an example. Okay, what okay. Are you, so, what are you asking? Well, yeah, you're okay, just so, saying, do people have issues in the world and other people no, exploit like, it for money? I'm going to go with yes. Drew, what's your topic? <laughs> no, no. Just kidding. Okay, just okay. <laughs> get a, 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 an example is, oh, well, so I guess what I'm saying is like, how is it allowed? I think it, it, it started out as 
how is it allowed, I guess? And how is oh, everybody yeah. not like, <laughs> Why are we out wow, right? this is really fucked up. But I think a lot of these are just like, I, I'm shocked at where it's like, these are real lives. And it's not like a game. It's not a game show. It's like somebody at their home with a person that they've been talking to and sending money to for years who has never once had a video chat with them because their phone's been broken for the last year and a half. <laughs> and they go, I can't, I can't, sorry. They get stood up every time they try and go to the, they, they fly over to Saudi Arabia only to get stood up. And then they go home and continue the relationship. So it's like, I'm just like, how is this? How are we right. allowing that? Yeah. How is, if every, if other stuff is bad, why isn't watching this person who's just like in the worst hole that they've ever could have dug for themselves in reality? How is this okay to be put put on TV? It's crazy. You just wonder why. Their question is, why yeah. does this exist? Yeah, I'm not saying I, I I don't want it on TV or I'm offended by it. I'm saying if we're if we don't allow all this other stuff, which is I understand why we don't want it or why we don't have it. Like that one kid, uh, that one reality show where they put kids onto like into a town and they had them basically like Lord of the Flies. Oh, it kid out. nation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Hey man, I would watch that too. Is it, <laughs> is it right? Probably not. Probably pretty detrimental to these kids upbringing. TLC's latest show, the Stanford prison experiment. <laughs> yeah, like, kinda. What? Dang. Yeah, TLC's problematic and so is 90 Day Fiance. Drew, what do you got to bring to the table? <laughs> Mine's uh, a little more benign. <laughs> um, Liam's solving a... So professionally, social. I have to send a lot of emails like throughout the day, like back and forth to people. Hell yeah. So I just want to know, like, what's the deal with email correspondence and I... Could I get some tips on how to start an email essentially? Like how many times basically every single email is like morning exclamation point. How's it uh, going? Exclamation point. Like <laughs> hope I was well exclamation, exclamation point. point. Uh, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I'm just wondering, you know, I, I guess more so it's like there's this there's this concern that I have like in sending an email to someone that I need to sound like really peppy and positive to like not offend either offend them or make them feel like a mad or angry in some way. So I wonder like how, like it, do you feel like I'm being too overly concerned with like coming off really jovial all the time? Like, can I be more direct essentially? <laughs> like, what do you expect when you receive an email from someone that doesn't like basically put you off essentially? Like I'm trying to like better sense like, how much energy I need to put into my emails when I'm writing them, essentially. Well, I heard a, a I heard a whole story on um, NPR about like about email. Like they got this lady on who's like written a book and stuff like for etiquette and all these things about. But theirs was mostly talking about the sign off, how like people will say, uh, you know, they'll be like, thank you or whatever, or like all these different, there's like a million sign offs. And it's yeah, like, it well, which, too, I have no which idea. one do you it's choose? Always, Thanks so much. Exclamation point. Yeah. But <laughs> so what she was saying, she's like, always, she's like, the one that I found is the best is go with my best, my best, you know, Drew or whatever, because uh -huh. Because she's like, a lot of times, like, you'll be sending one, you'll be like, hey, can you get those files over to me, you know, by end of day or like whatever? Okay, thank you, you know? And so then she's like, that can come across as like, you're expecting them to do, like, thanks. I already know you're going to do it. You better do it, like, kind of thing. Like, I forget what the attitude is called, but you know, where someone's just like, 
could you do that? Thanks. Like before they even say yes, like it's like kind of off putting. So I always, I always remember like that's what I go with now is just my best, but starting them off, man. I, yeah, I think you can be pretty direct. Like everybody knows these days, everybody's moving and shaking. And like, yeah, if, if I think you're a genuine guy and you're coming at it in a genuine way and just trying to accomplish tasks, like everybody, like most other, you know, normal people, and I don't, and I'm doubt that you're trapped. Gonna... Now I'm trapped, Sam. I can't stop. I feel like no, well, yeah. I'm saying, no, 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 no. Like change oh. the emails. If I change my tone suddenly, to not have. They're gonna be like, what about Drew, hey, you? Are, no. Right? Do you know? <laughs> yeah, Drew. Why are you so sad? No. Do you do you know these people? Have you ever like? Do you know them? Has it been a several, many, like a long time working? Well, with we them? probably I mean, we've had like hundreds of emails at this point. But as far so, as like face to face conversations like only one of the per- people I've had actual conversations with, like through like zoom or through Google meet or whatever. I so f- everyone else is kind of like a periphery to yeah. me, essentially. I feel like you can still go with, like, then just go with, Hey Carl, blah, blah, blah. Like I need the freaking files. Like, <laughs> no, don't say that. You <laughs> should take out all your exclamation marks, but now bold every, every single email you send. Yeah. Just he's and lost all it. the text bold. That kind of speaks to another problem I guess I have is like having to send exclamation points like consistently in my sentences, like include them or else it feels like I'm being a jerk. If I, if I just say do periods now, it's like, oh, am I being a jerk? Just do periods. Like, does that seem too like to the point like where I have to now I have to include like, hey, exclamation point, like, you know, even in text, I have to do that now and like make sure I include like two to three exclamation points to seem like. Yeah, but I and like cool. But that's that is truly, I think, kind of the uh, reason for emojis and stuff or emoticons, depending on what you're doing. But like, where it's like, depending on who it is, what the relationship is, and what's going on, it is it's a signal of you're signaling the emotion to be uh, accepted with it. You're not you're not instructing our friend Drew here to use emojis in his email, are you? Uh, I think if it was like it, like, so if he's used to being like, Oh, uh, like good morning, Alex, like beautiful day. We're having exclamation. (laughs) What's going on? I hope you don't sound like that, Drew. (laughs) (laughs) That it's like, cut that crap. Do you send it in sort of like an italic shaky texture? (laughs) Sparkling and scrolling. It's Happy nice Friday. Friday. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, <laughs> Drew is the guy in Cop Rock. <laughs> I'm just glad I have someone to email and they love me. It's like, no, I go. What are you going to say? Well, I think you should. I think I you think said keep, keep the exclamations. I yeah, think you're keep the exclamation them. points because I think that's just how, how we are as a society these days. And I've, uh, I've, cause I, that's the baseline now is an exclamation point (laughs) (laughs) because well well i think it also depends on who you're talking to if it's if it's like uh your father-in-law you can probably go without um because older people sometimes i think they they just don't they just don't see eye to eye and there was they think it's shouting hey (laughs) an, an ex of mine um she was like she was like um my dad thinks you're always shouting at him in texts. And I went, well, he texts back and he types dot, 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 
okay, dot, and then dot, dot, dot. And then he puts other things and I go, well, what's that all about? It's not, it seems like he thinks I'm the dumbest idiot on the earth. And she goes, and I, so then I spoke to him about that one day and he went, no, that's because I'm thinking of what to say. And I'm like, oh my. that is the crazy, crazy old man. And I just think it was like hilarious where it's like two misunderstandings. One, he's like, no, I'm taking the time to formulate an idea and write it down. And so I'll put dot 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 <laughs> it's like oh i thought that meant you think i'm the dumbest idiot on the planet where it's like okay <laughs> yeah I, I read it more as yeah when people are like yeah just like uh okay like like not yeah, not like sassy. you're dumb but just like yeah like sassy yeah, like, like not sure like, how to respond to that yeah <laughs> putting up with this yeah like <laughs> but really? i think it all i think it all comes down to like how people perceive it and if you if you uh just, typically do uh exclamation marks i i figure just keep them up i don't think you need to do the extra chatter of like, yeah i think you know, it's like the day can't... is beautiful i hope y'all get on a hike um when you can but just like i would but, say keep keep the exclamation marks and then anyone that any sentence that you don't absolutely mean in like a positive light just take it away like if it's if it's just a like straight up statement or something like <laughs> they're like hey happy birthday karen um by the way did you see this question mark my chair's broken, period. Anyway, so, I'm a Wait, great wait. But also throughout the day, like, I, I think at the beginning of the day, you can be like, oh, happy Friday. Uh, like, um, did, did you notice the edit? Can we make this better and that better? Blah, blah. You know, task, task, task. You know, all right, have a good one. Then they respond, oh, yeah, I did this, 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 blah, blah, blah. And then the next one, you don't have to, like, I think yeah, that's don't worry. what I'm you don't have to. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's still Friday. Sun shining. We're hope, still alive, breathing hope air. You enjoyed, right? Hope you enjoyed your lunch. Yeah. <laughs> hope you enjoyed your morning. Yum, yum, yum. yum. <laughs> Sipping on that coffee now. Nom, 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 nom. I hope your tum tum is full of food and your heart People is filled are all with joy. Just like, they walk so nervously around your office because they're like, I don't know what he's gonna do, man. He's insane. Staring at the clouds now. He's got me a digital greeting card just because I turned in my stuff. Um, do you ever think about death? <laughs> Exclamation point! Boy, I, would I actually have love it. Yeah, that would be I, awesome. would, I think our next episode should be us reading Drew's yeah, email, having, having us write Drew emails for a day and seeing how people respond well he'll be fired immediately <laughs> well, well i appreciate i appreciate it guys did, thanks did for you the, get uh, tons of helpful advice i did i did i think that's no, actually what, what are you gonna best. do what's your what's your action plan what are you coming away with <laughs> no i think you get i think you 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 made me feel okay with maybe i don't feel i don't feel as crazy maybe doing what i feel like i appropriately do what you what you guys said where i maybe start off positively what I said. Sam but said you, to use emoticons in them. I, I can you throw you a little smiley throw a little, face in yeah, there. A little never, smiley. Nah, never do that. People nah. do not like that. It comes off true. as insincere, and people no. hate that. That's not you true. Think sporadically, is okay. This guy, he's to not like being genuine. 
Do you want to talk about insincere? Try listening to Liam give advice for five minutes. Oh, they just did. <laughs> they heard all the insincerity in the world, baby. All right, Sammy boy, what do you got for us this week? All right, so my thing is all about Jolly Ranchers. What's the freaking deal with the green Jolly Ranchers? What I did is I had these guys go out. I had them go buy a pack of Jolly Ranchers each, all for the for the elusive green Jolly Rancher. It's it's you alleged. made me you made me force me to buy a 10 pound bag of this stuff for one green jolly rancher <laughs> yes that was my instruction <laughs> get out there get yourself however much you weigh buy half of that in jolly ranchers alone and Liam's you know, like I got it what's weird is wait how many different flavors are there actually okay that's gonna that's part of the issue too but there's uh we got grape blue raspberry uh, green apple cherry and watermelon so that's five right and mm-hmm. raspberry later you're, you're lucky that i didn't so when, when oh, i went I to walgreens i almost bought because i like cinnamon flavor a lot uh, and i noticed that there was a cinnamon flavor that's new i think jolly rancher bag but it's uh, only the cinnamon flavor i almost uh, bought that one and i was like and is, is it really going to be like a flavor thing like is it just like oh look at this packaging it's like it's yeah, like no plastic it wastes you know? <laughs> know no 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 it's nothing to do but with I'm the glad, environment i'm glad i did it okay Anyway, all right. So the thing is, I don't have you guys ever experienced that the green ones make you cough? Go ahead, eat the green Jolly Rancher. What we're gonna do is we're gonna eat these right now. But what I'll do is, is so the podcast uh, is just coughing now no, for like five minutes. You know, hey, when I thought of it, that's the podcast. But the thing is, we'll cut this part out. But we'll do it if if anybody coughs. I'm gonna keep recording and I'm gonna do a super cut of the coughs because this, <laughs> dude, these things make you cough like crazy. I don't know why. Is it supposed to be eaten in a specific way? No, do you, you have to like eat sort of suck on it, choke on it? <laughs> No, we just eat it. But all I'm saying is like you need the ASMR of me like yeah. rotating at my mouth. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel I don't feel the urge to cough. I feel like this one you can't nah, eat. This it. isn't even like hard candy like this is like if you bite into it, you're it's gonna get stuck I'm into your scared. teeth. Yeah, I'm super nah, scared. You chip too. it off at an angle. I really like sour things, and this is a little it's not I don't and do you think it's because it's sour that would make you cough and it's not really affecting me? I don't know. Maybe, but it's like no other Why, candies. What made, what made you even have this? Is it just an experience that you had that makes you cough or, yes, do, you re- like or do you research? Every, uh, every single time it does make me cough. And then I, I don't know. I just, uh, I just wanted to know if you guys ever had that experience. <laughs> so this oh, isn't something then, that other guys backed up. <laughs> yeah, Lauren too. The top Google search for green Jolly Ranchers make me cough. It's right there, guys. It's the proof's in the pudding. Why mm. do jo- green Jolly Ranchers make some people cough? Well, the thing is, now you told us that we maybe would cough. So maybe we're holding our coughs yeah. in. Now, now psychologically, we're not allowing ourselves to cough. I or thought if about we were just to like, cough. We think we were tricking ourselves into coughing. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about Sam. just having you guys like just eat it, but then it's like it's gonna take like two hours. <laughs> and we do. <laughs> but um You enjoy Jolly Ranchers as a candy? Yeah, I like them. I think they're pretty good. So my other big gripe with Jolly Ranchers, the thing I wanted to say is that the green ones make me cough. Supposedly it's because of like the acids or the whatever, like you know, uh they use like I guess malic acid or something, but also I think just uh citric acid is like a main thing that <laughs> see, I'm not kidding. There we go. The cough is the thing that. See now, oh, I do want to cough. That now proves that, it. Now that you coughed, I did kind of want to, like you know, when you yawn, it, like, else, you make uh, someone else yawn. Yeah. Now I kind of wanted to cough. Now that you coughed, I feel like sneezing. 
Is that part of it, Sam? No, it's not. I'm just telling you guys, it always makes me cough like every single time. But the other thing I can't stand about Green Jolly or about the Jolly Ranchers is that they used to have, instead of blue raspberry, lemon as a flavor, which was good. Oh, yeah. But then a long time ago, now it's been a while, they They switched it. Yeah, it was yellow. Then they switched it for blue raspberry, which is just like sweet, super fake. I mean, they're all fake. shit. They're all fake, but man, it's just, it's just gross. Like uh, bring lemon back is my big plea. What's the freaking, I don't know if I really like the green flavor now. Like I haven't had Jolly Ranchers in a long, it's not a candy I would, I buy. I think it's more of a candy that you'd get like in elementary school. And um, they just kind of just throw a couple on your desk. Like during uh like it teachers, teachers would give it out like as treats, you know, for like getting a word right when you're spelling it or like doing a math thing on the on the on the chalkboard or whatever yeah i don't i don't remember the last time i actually ate one casually like being an adult man uh, candy tastes different when you're in school right yeah it's like the best thing in the world it's like oh my god as opposed to like when you're at home and you get the same exact candy you're like this tastes all right yeah 10 of them and maybe i'll be happy of hard candies i definitely like I, lo- I like warheads better. I feel like I love the the sour punch of a warhead. Oh yeah, and those are like yeah, definitely sour. But I'm saying like those don't make me cough. Nothing else makes me cough. This whole I can't believe you guys don't cough from eating these. <laughs> it's just crazy. I it's could like, if you wanted me to. No, like breathe in, like do breathe in deep right now. Yeah, don't try to just yeah. That's it. Nothing. Wow, you're impervious. You I'm saying a couple more lines on the fire. I didn't know. Not if I didn't know. If I wasn't thinking about coughing, maybe I would cough. So nah, it'll force you to no matter what. <laughs> um, well, that's pretty much all I got for Jolly Ranchers. Is that why did they change yellow for blue? The green ones make me cough to the max. Put in the comments down below if or in your review of our show on Apple if you think Green Jolly Ranchers make you cough. <laughs> Hashtag candies that make me cough. <laughs> exactly. Ha- oh, how about hashtag candy cough? Yeah. They can, ta- Ooh, they can nice. tag there. Yeah. Follow us at hashtag candy cough. <laughs> it's the <laughs> most it's pleasant probably, thing. It's probably, like a weed str- it's probably like a weed strain, honestly, is candy yeah. cough. So they probably like get a lot of tags for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting nothing, man. It's how many do you have in your mouth right now? Just one. Uh, what no, the? I, oh, you dumped a million? put more in. Uh, four extras. Well, sorry, we couldn't, we couldn't give you what you wanted, Sam, but how about you give us something the audience wants, the deal of the week? Oh, snap. All right, my deal of the week this week, it's it's a bit of a, a bigger global phenomenon. It's called cryptocurrency. And cryptocurrencies have been pretty intense this week. Their uh, Bitcoin is rising in the ranks. It's just it's just going up to its all time high, and uh, and cryptos have been a really good deal if you got it <laughs> earlier. <laughs> yeah, if you bought your Bitcoin like ten years ago, yeah. you'd have like yeah. if you bought like ten Bitcoin for like a dollar ten years ago. You'd have five hundred thousand dollars now. You heard it here first, everybody. <laughs> but That's I will say that that. Uh, just like on Mad Money, <laughs> my deal of the week. I think they still got room to grow. Do you actually know, wait? So do you actually know that much about it? crypto? Uh, yeah, I've been into it uh, since last summer. Actually, I hear that story <laughs> yeah. of that guy who lost his key that had like fifty million dollars worth of Bitcoin on it. Uh, and he can't, or maybe even five hundred million dollars of Bitcoin on it, and he can't access he, it because he forgot he, the key. I think like wasn't the, the story like his 
his girlfriend or something was like, stop wasting all your time, like working on, oh, on yeah. crypto. And she took like he took his flash drive and threw it away or something. And then he's been like searching through dumpsters until this very day. Uh, he just lives in the land. Offered, he offered someone $50 million. Wasn't it 50, five or $50 million? If they could crack his password, then he would give them that much worth of his Bitcoin. Jeez. Um, wait, so, but are you, are you into the Doge coin, Sam? No, I'm not a, I'm not a Doge, Doge Lord. I'm a <laughs> meme, meme Lord. All right, boys. Should we, uh, should we give our final thoughts and reviews on, on the, the wonderful show that is cop rock? Or yes. I guess it shouldn't necessarily equate it to wonderful, the eccentric show that is Cop <laughs> yes. Rock. Brilliant show. Out of 16 bars, how much do you give it? <laughs> um, I'll start. Uh, I would say I give it 13 bars. Because what does the bars equate to? Sorry. Yeah, what do the bars equate to? Uh, well, 16 bars is 100%. Like, if you give it all 16, you can. Uh, oh, oh, like for like for a song, you know, how, oh, music, bars of music. Oh, bars of music. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Oh. I don't know if you meant like, well, like in that jail case. cell bars or something. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> no, no. I would, I, well, I would actually, I, I would give it 12 bars because I think. Uh, if they just separated, if they just took out the fucking songs, <laughs> well, then, then it would be just I called cop. I think it, that would be uh, the best show ever. If they, I wish more, but there was, there was another show that just said it's cop. <laughs> like they got to the end of it and they're like, well, what should we call it? Cop. Uh, I hate show. to tell you, there is uh, one of the longest running reality TV shows. <laughs> it's just called. Oh, no, that's cops. Oh, uh, right. Very different. That would never fly that's in your household. Very different. Cop. And the, and the guy's name is Johnny Cop. Talking about. Yeah, that, that would be the best show in the world, too. That's what would get 16. <laughs> good get good 16 insight. Good bars. insight. No, I thought it was. It's funny we couldn't name any sort any character's name in the show. Like I don't remember any sort of ca- na- character name being uttered. Maybe well, Johnny Cop. Johnny Cop. Jessica Parker, baby, baby merchant, piece of shit, cowboy, cowboy captain. Uh, yeah, cowboy man. captain. No, I think Jeez. I think overall I'm pretty impressed with it. As far as like how goofy it was, I was like I was often surprised at like. Oh wait! Now there's a real story, and they're actually portraying like a realistic perspective here. And I'm, it was I was constantly thrown off, which is going to make it a uh, you know they're gonna I'm gonna have to dock some points for that. But I, I was I was pleasantly surprised at a lot of stuff involved in it. Yeah, I think uh, it's an it's eight bars for me. It's right in the middle because it's as a show that I'm gonna sit down and watch just to enjoy a TV show. No, like, I wouldn't recommend it to my friend. You as watched sh- the second episode as a show that. Well, yeah, it's for research. As a show that I'm gonna sit down to like, yeah, see like for it to be hilarious, and then it also yeah, like you said, has more like impactful moments, and it's like wow, this is yeah, oddly. Uh, current and can be, you know, not much has changed. How sad. But uh, like, I, so then I think it does have value and it is quality. Like we said, the acting, like the production value, all of that, especially if you can watch a legit copy, uh, the production value will look nice. So it's a, it's a eight bars for me, eight out of 16. Nice. Nice. Good review. See, I, it's tough because it's exactly what you said. It's like a show that you can't necessarily call like 
good in the sense of like as a complete package <laughs> it doesn't necessarily like incidentally I, that's what reviewers said I at the time with <laughs> well, the thing is, like, as, as what it's trying to present itself as it's trying to present itself as like a legitimate tv show on network tv which it does not succeed at it's just too absurd to exist as that so it, it's it naturally has some faults there now as a piece of like film or tv history i think it's like imperative viewing you know i think it's just because it, it's 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 very it's like um it's very singular in its articulation of something so it's like as a piece of art in and of itself it like is a 16 out of 16 because it's it just it, it exists in it and it's i've never seen anything like it before so by that you know measurement i have to give it some really high props yeah like and and it's done the thing is like the musical numbers i don't think are done that well so it's like the in the sense that like there's not really like it's not presented in a way that's like that the musical numbers are engaging at all like i feel like those are actually the worst part of the show oh, honestly like the the drama and and the actual like cop stuff is like pretty impactful in a lot of ways like it's a little bit melodramatic but it's actually pretty well done and like i could see it on like as like a better version of a lot of police shows that are on tv right now if you were just to take those out so agreeing with liam in that regard but the musical numbers like put into the category of like a room you know where it's just like this absurd a piece of entertainment that has to be viewed and has to be understood like i think it should be required viewing for like a TV like history class essentially. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to give it a nine out of 16 because of it's like cultural relevance. It's it, it's give it, it the it's full better 16, than average, true. but it's like as a show that exists in and of itself, it's, it's like below it's it's, it's very below average. So I'm just going <laughs> to give it a little bit above that, you know, so it's nine just, out of 16 bars for me. The bet the- I'm conflicted. The character of a guy who shoots a dude in his house unarmed, like that character, the cop, the corrupt cop, the gritty corrupt cop and cowboy captain are in the same show is, I think, incredible. It's just the it's the it sits it sets the the foundation of what the entire show is, a gritty cop drama with singing and stupid random bullshit that randomly happens. It's great. I think we can all agree, though, you should watch it. Like, go watch oh, yeah, percent. So, I mean, 100% go watch it. <laughs> it's a watch from us. Yep. All right. We signing off? That'll do it for us this week, kids. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.